I'll let you know when we're live. I'll start running my mouth. You'll know. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Yeah, we're live right now. <laughs> yeah. What's up, gentlemen? We're live. We're just we're we're hello, just talking. Hello. Uh, good evening, folks. Uh, I'm not the greatest at this, so uh, bear with me. Um, I got Harlan and Vance Vanarchy on with us tonight, or with me. I, I I'm thinking Chris is here, and he's not. But anyway, um, I just want to say before we get into anything, I uh, let Chris know uh, I love you, brother. Um, can't wait till you come back. Take your time, brother. Um, I, I don't like doing this show without you. Um, it, it don't seem right when Chris ain't with us. And uh, so if you could, you know, you know, have some nice thoughts for Chris and some prayers or whatever, however you'd like to do it, that'd be awesome. I'd really appreciate that. And I'm sure Chris would too. Um, but anyway, how are you? how's it going, Harlan? Can you hear me? I'm just trying to live. Can you guys hear me? Oh yeah, we can hear you now. You're a little you're a little low, but we can hear you. How about right there? Oh perfect. I mean I've got a hell of an operation here just got a backup. I mean I'm I'm just trying to get there. Right. Vance, how you doing tonight? <laughs> Uh, I'm doing just great, just great, and I, I wish Chris well too, and hope hope he gets better and can get back as quick as possible. And just Absolutely. Good luck in general. Um, so Harlan wanted to talk about what's going on in uh, uh, I like to call it Palestine, but other people like to call it Israel. So, um, but whatever. Um, I haven't really paid too much attention to it. I mean, because I kind of know the gist of what's been going on there throughout the throughout the years. It's nothing different. It's the same shit. But it's a good chance that World War Three could be started there. You know, and that's kind of scary. Um, you know, I don't like to see well, innocent people people die for no reason. You know, um, and I talked about this a few you know back, and I told people possible World War Three and financial crash is coming and i got laughed at and you know it's like now now look at where we're at you know so i don't know what do you think about that vance well the you know I, i've had the the concept for a while now that you know world war three actually started on 9 11 and you right. know that was when america declared you know the war of terror uh, you know, which is a reference to the to the the reign of terror. Uh, you know that that the word terrorism comes from. You know that's where it kind of got coined. You know, terrorism was during that reign of terror, and and so instead of saying of, you know, they said you know the war on terror, but it's not really a war on terror. Yeah, yeah. It's a war of terror that you know kicked off with the you know that, and so. I would say maybe this is World War Four, you know, that's going to kick oh, off yeah. now. But, 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 you know, and and maybe this is just, you know, the the second front of World War Three because, in the sense, and I've heard, I haven't really, I've seen in in headlines, you know, Israel's nine eleven, and so, you know, if we take that perception and. And, and you know apply the same uh, tactics that you know preceded 9/11 and 
America to, you know, what's going to happen after their 9-11. Well, same thing. So I think that's just, you know, it's our way of, uh, you know, making an open, uh, a a built-in case to go ahead and do whatever we have been wanting to do for a long time. They've had on the plans for a long time, you know, to, you know, get rid of Iran and Iraq and Libya and, you know, and Syria. And so what's left on the list, you know, Iran, Syria, you know, (laughs) Lebanon. So, 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 you know, this is just, you know, in my mind, uh, uh, and I, I guess I'm just going to go, you know, you know, full tilt here or whatever, not try to be uh, uh, politically correct or whatever. The the uh, uh, the the doors open now. They can they can yeah. pretty much you know justify anything they want to do under you know the guise of this. And, and so you know, there's the questions with the uh, uh, you know how is it that they didn't notice, you know, that they, you know, had 5,000, you know, missiles and, you know, all this stuff, you know, so it's the made it happen, let it happen uh, equation, you know, I, I can't I help but dismiss, I can't dismiss the fact that that uh, Israel supported the, the forming of Hamas, and surely they knew Hamas's ideological, you know, leanings and tendencies, you know, at the time that they decided to be in favor of Hamas. So you see where I'm going. We, I mean, we created the yeah. new Hasidin in order to, you know, not, you know, to help fight against them and not fund the other people. And you, you see, so it, to me, it's the same play, you know, just and and. But then, you know, again, you know, so I, I think you get my reference where I'm going to. And to me, this is yes, just sir. part of the, the big the big grand game. And and, you know, there's nothing there, there's nothing in the Middle East that we really rely on. The only the only reason in my mind that we're in the Middle East, you know, at all is to protect trade routes. You know, it's to make sure that our corporations that control, you know, all the human resources on the planet <laughs> Are able to, you know, get their stuff through so they can, you know, uh, you know, make their money and 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 and, and you, you follow where I'm going. So that that's the only reason we're there. We don't need any. We don't get, you know, hardly any of our oil from the Middle East. We don't rely on any Middle Eastern oil. So you know, there's nothing of any value to us. You know, you, you know what I'm saying. So that, that's the only reason Israel. It, it was created in the guise that it is, is to be, be that thorn in the Middle East to give us, to give the military industrial complex, globalist, you know, sickophile death cult, their, their, you know, ability to control that region. And it's just, you know, more colonialism, imperial empire, whatever, you know, you want to call it. So, you know, it, it, the, the, the only thing, that people, I mean, I, I understand there's a lot of people that, that don't understand all, you know, the, the, the I, I mean, it's just that it, it's, it's really sad how it's been boiled down to uh, Israeli against Palestinian people. And, and the, they're, they were just all, you know, until the formation of Israel, people lived there, you know, in relative peace, you know, as peacefully right. as any other place on the planet, as far as I know, you know, <laughs> and, uh, the, you know, so they're, they're, you know, they created this whole division by the creation of Israel. Now, you know, does Israel have a right to exist was a question that was posed lately. And, and I'm like, well, you know, uh, you know, we, that, that's a, that's a complicated question. 
because of all the, the things I just mentioned, which people, you know, a lot of people aren't necessarily aware of that kind of dynamic or don't have that in their thought process. But the, uh, uh, the, the, the the fact is, you know, the, the, the real question is, does Palestine have a right to exist? And so, you know, if you say, yes, Palestine has a right to exist, well, you know, are they free? They got walls around them and they have embargoes right. and, and, you know, they can't travel freely. And But they claim well, that they they're sovereign, you know, that they've given them their... <laughs> That's what I'm saying, but they, but they claim that they've given them their freedom. You know, they have their own states. You know, what do they want? You know, right. <laughs> it's like you know. So so that's the saddest part is that that, that you know that that no one you know when you pose that question they they just assume that you know that, that and it's just this is blame the victim crap you know and and it's like they you know they they blame they say that we by supporting. Palestine and, and opposing Israel's actions, however you uh, whatever context that's in and, and whatever situation, but that that uh, so that means that that you're you know anti-Israel, you know, right? And, but you know I'm pro-life and, and anti-war, and and you can't tell me you know that there couldn't have been a better way to to work all that out, you know. <laughs> so well, I. I, I, I the question I've always wanted answered is why would you uh, want to make your homeland where the people dislike you? You're like right in the middle of all of that. You know what I mean? It just doesn't make any sense to me. But, you know, who am I? I'm just Tom Cooper. <laughs> and and it's like I'm wondering, you know, because I'm hearing, you know, I'm I've, I've I'm not an expert on anything, but, you know, I dabble here and there and I've had a, a, a strong opinion on the Israeli you know, thing for a long time, and and uh, it, and lately they're talking about you know, you know, hearing all about you know the, the Zionist movement and how you know they were you know fought this war and that war, and then they, you know, uh, that it, they're they're saying that most of the land that 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 Palestine was you know before you know that, that uh, nobody was living there and, and uh, you know, a bunch of Jew Jews had been buying up property there. You know, these dispossessed Jews that, you know, were, you know, persecuted somewhere, you know, uh, were, were, were apparently over a long period of time buying up this property. And then apparently at some time there was a, a, uh, a treaty or whatever. And, and the people that, you know, were the, the native residents or whatever at the time were supposed to, you know, apply for, you know, a title to their to the, their land that they had lived on for you know however many generations or whatever, and yeah, and some of them, some of them because you know back then all that technology, what you know, didn't ever respond to it. So you know now they have no claim to their land because they didn't apply for a title from right. from an so, so anyway, you know that they they. they I'm wondering, it's like, well, why were these people buying up this desert land that nobody wanted, you know, that's this desolate, barren wasteland with no value to it, and that's why everybody fled from it, and nobody lived there, and, and you know, so, so you know, it, it, it's, 
seems like there was a plan involved. <laughs> you know, the Balfour Declaration, all that. So, you know, I, yeah, 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 I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm pretty certain, you know, that, that they, they already, you know, they were buying up all that land, you know, knowing what they were going to, you know, plan on later. And then there's people that wish to deny, the, uh, the, you know, that they're, during that, you know, initial cleansing that they call something, I can't remember the, the, the Arab the Jewish or Arabic word for the you know it's like Fatah or whatever but when they when they you know started you know rounding up all the Palestinians that refused to comply with their their dictates well they they uh, were were extremely I mean you know as as bad as anything that the the Germans were accused of doing to Jews they they've done all that shit this whole time against Palestinians and it doesn't get reported on and it doesn't get sensationalized and, and glorified like you know all the Nazi stuff but it goes on you know and and yeah. that's that's how that was established and and there's people that you know had seen it and participated in it that you know admit that but there's people that still to this day refuse to think it was anything other than you know Israel defending itself you know, well, so you know, we, we all have the right. We all have a right to defend ourselves, and and you know, the Palestinians, you know, obviously, you know, that just because you offered them a deal and they didn't take it, and you have enough power to wall them off in their own little place, and you know, doesn't make that you right, and it doesn't make you a victim against them if they retaliate against you. Uh, right. You know, right. Yeah. Well, you know, most people in in America don't even know what the Belfort Declaration is. You know what I mean? So. Um, they, they get things confused. <laughs> and, and that's just a problem with society in general. That's because, you know, you know, that's where people get their opinion from is from the news that they, you know, tend to agree with or like, you know, the way the guy talks or, you know, whatever. And, and they don't really, you know, I, I understand it, it, for a long time, I, I felt, you know, like, how can people, you know, why didn't everybody think the way I do, you know? Why, how come everybody yeah. can't just see this, this this simple, basic, you know, understanding of what's happening? And 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 then I, you know, came to, you know, realize, well, you know, that's it. People, you know, most people don't, they haven't studied as much as I and people like us have, have done and looked into right. and researched and thought about, you know, I mean, I grew up back in the day when we you had dictionaries and encyclopedias. I mean, and, yeah, and yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know the, the library. And if you you wanted to know something, that's where you you know you you figured it out. You went and looked it up. You know, and and uh, yeah, you know. So I, I I unlike you know a lot of people for the last you know fifteen twenty years have have uh, been able to work by myself mostly, uh, most of the time working on a ranch and stuff. And I, and I've exposed myself, you know, to thousands and thousands of hours of, you know, podcasts by Richard Grove, you know, the old peace revolution and, and, you know, the grand theft world, you know, stuff that are, you know, six and eight and 18 hour, you know, compilations that, of you know that dude puts out some good stuff dude I, I don't watch him a whole lot when i get a chance to it's i like it you know what i mean uh, that dude's got a good head on his shoulders and sounds to me like he knows what he's talking about so and i you know uh, uh, encourage anyone to you know they had a, his original thing was it's called peace revolution and 
there was something else, you know, associated with that too, something. Uh, uh, but uh, it, it, all his episodes are like, you know, he's like showing, playing clips and, and you know, interviews and, and, you know, speeches and, and you know, uh, you know, breaking it all down and it's real long form. So I understand, you know, a lot of people don't, you know, expose themselves to that type of thing. But so I've, you know, just you know, on top of my, you know, natural proclivity to, you know, uh, question authority and, and, you know, reality, the, that was, you know, listening to all that exposed me to all kinds of things in, you know, parts of the matrix that I wouldn't have been able to expose myself to so you know it's kind of up to us to people like us to to encourage you know this type of thinking and and other you know their friends and and you know acquaintances and and just you know try to bring it at any time we can you know this type of you know challenge to the table and you know you i, I don't really worry about you know hurting someone's feelings i you know i try not to you know right uh, 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 do that, but you know, a lot of times it, it takes a little while, you know. But, 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 you know, I, I think you know, and I've said this for a long time too. <laughs> so, you know, it seems like, and 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 this is something that I definitely see for sure is like a lot of the people for the last, you know, ten, you know, fifteen years around here that I've been interacting with, you know, a lot of them you know uh we're real you know hesitant and, you know or just stand not and i'm not saying standoffs but you know not interested but you know more and more it, there's people that are like you know actually come to well, what do you think about this and you know what's your take on that and you see they're they're getting more interested and and, and, and literally people saying you know you what you you're right until i started hanging out with you i never thought about any of this shit you know right and and uh so you know that's that's how we, you know, overcome, you know, this, this, you know, misperception. And I'll, I, I'll use it again. You know, the, the only way to change reality is to change your perception of reality. So, right. you know, that, that's, that's what, you know, they have a really good ability to control people's perception of reality. And, you know, that's basically what MK Ultra was all about. And, you know, a lot of people, right. you know, there's all kinds of levels and mind control, but, you know, MK Ultra, you know, I, I, I think basically that was accomplished, you know, once, you know, the, the television was, uh, uh, you oh, know, yeah, colored, yeah, that was all over with that, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, so, you know, since, you know, for a long time, they've had that, that level of mind control, you know, available to them, you know, on top of, you know, that nowadays they can just beam thoughts into your head and shit if they want to. So who knows what's really, you know, maybe I am insane well, or something, you know? know. Well, you know, I mean, I'm sure, Vance, I'm sure they have technologies out there that we have no clue, you know what I mean, um, that they're using against us. So, you know, I mean, what do we do, you know? Like, how do we fight back on the, on that? Or if they're using things against us that we don't even know they're using, you know, if that's, if that's what's going on. And, and that's, you know, that's what I, in my mind, you know, that the, the way this system is so ingrained, you know, which, which, you know, uh, uh, you know, all ties back to the Prussian, you know, school model and, and all that and, and, you know, creating these obedient, you know, 
citizens and and uh, you know i mean look at you know it, it, it only takes like 200 hours you know to learn how to read and write you know i, I right. could read and write before i was in first grade my mom had taught me how to read and write and and you know i could read from the newspaper you know in, in first grade and shit you know <laughs> and uh, well, that's that's what uh, my wife was doing you know what i mean like uh uh she was actually being groomed at one time in school. They were trying to groom her, you know, I'm sure for some type of government shit. You know what I mean? Um, her IQ's like at 160. So, you know what I mean? Like, uh, and then her mom found out what they were, they were coming at her and she cut that shit off. She was like, Oh no, you ain't having nothing to do with that shit. So, um, she's, she's yeah. a very, she's a very intelligent lady. Um, well, it's, my, it's point, scary my point sometimes. And uh, I mean, basically, where I was going is that that um, back in the in the seventeen and eighteen hundreds and all that, you know, the average education was eighth grade. That's as far as anybody went was eighth grade. There wasn't no you know high school, junior high school, all that. You, just, right. you know, there, there was eighth grade, and 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 you can look up you know a, a eighth grade test from the eighteen hundreds and even going back to seventeen hundreds. I think they uh, and and I know. Uh, five or six teachers that I, you know, talk to regularly, different, you know, subjects and stuff. And, and uh, none of them can, could pass the test. And, you know, I couldn't pass the, that test. And, you know, while well, there's parts of it, you know, you know, most people could, could probably pass or whatever, but I'm just saying, you know, by eighth grade, you already knew, you know, more than what, you know, people after 12 years of indoctrination in this school system, you know, you, you were already capable, you know, basically where I was going also is, is uh, the, you know, once you learn to read and write, you know, you, you know, the trivium, you, 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 uh, what is it? What, uh, words, grammar and rhetoric, no words, logic and rhetoric, grammar, logic, rhetoric, the trivium. And so, you know, once you know how to read and write, you can learn anything you want to learn. You know? Right. And and so, you know, it's like, you know, what look at look at the, the product of, you know, you know, are our, our, our just going to 12th grade. You know, what what are these kids, you know, even really know what did what did I really know? You know, that was right. going to do me any good or anything. The whole seems like the whole point of it was is to, you know, indoctrinate you into, you know, following, you know, the the the. Uh, the, the routine, you know, on demand, you know, every time the bell rings, you move to the next subject and you, and you absorb what that guy tells you and you have to answer it right, or you don't get to move to the next level, you know, <laughs> and uh, right. there's, there's, there's no discussion or anything. And then, you know, it teaches you to, to worship, you know, the, the sports, you know, gods and, and, uh, uh you know, put you into this whole, you know, trance around the, 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 the new modern Coliseum, you know, that, huh, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see, cause I mean, you know, that you can look up the, the uh, El Paso high school here in Texas that was built in 1916, I think it was. And, uh, it, it is, uh, it, it, it's this, all this Roman architecture that, and it's, the building is, is, uh, two, you know, giant, you know, 
sections uh, put together and forming a 45 degree angle, you know, right. with, with all the Roman, with all the Roman columns and then it's got, you know, inscriptions and stuff that are kind of cryptic and, and, uh, this one was I can't remember it now, but but uh, and then I, directly in front of the you know it looks more like a prison than a school or you know some kind of you know yeah <laughs> a government building or whatever you know monument what? kind of thing and and then in front of the school you know it, 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 you know is this uh, twelve thousand seat stadium that was built in El Paso, Texas in 1916. They had a 12,000 seat football stadium. That was the first, you know, uh, uh, concrete, one of the first concrete stadiums built in America. And, and so, you know, El Paso was a town apparently of around 20,000 people, you know, at that time. And, and, and my point is, is like, you know, there's, you know, there's a reason why this is, that's the focus of the, you look at the pictures, you know, and, and it's like that, that's the focus, you know, it's like, this is a, you know, a, a ceremonial type, you know, it's like a, a monument to, you know, the Roman Colosseum and, and, and worship. And then, you know, so that's how we go back to, you know, getting all this, you know, sports stuff is the, the, the distraction and, and uh, 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 most of your, you know, major colleges and stuff, you know, there's their the sports budget is, you know, higher than their educational budget. Yeah. You know? So there's a reason for that. You know, it's not yeah. like it's, it, you know, so, so I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm getting a little, you know, long winded tonight. No, no, that's fine, dude. Um, you, that's why I had we you come on. Can hear me now. Yeah, we can hear you, brother. Yo, yo, we brother. Can... Yo. Yeah, we I was going to. I just. I would. I was just supposed to say we hadn't even heard from Harlan yet. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm on a move. Can you? Can you guys hear me? Because I'm having a problem hearing you guys. Yeah, I hear you. I, I hear your back yeah. up. And you're like always one <laughs> I'll text him real quick. Yeah, we. Um, we anyway, my wife. My wife says uh, she feels like the schools nowadays are set up to traumatize children. You know, school shootings, and you know what I'm saying. Like, so our kids are just going to school to learn flight or flight, uh, fight or flight. You know what I mean? Like, just to survive. You know, and our kids shouldn't be going to school feeling that way. Yeah, I mean, that's, I, I don't know. I mean, I got a couple of nephews that are, you know, I'm around that, that I don't really talk to, you know, a whole lot or whatever, right. but they, they uh, you know, they seem to be pretty normal. But, you know, I know all this, uh, uh, you know, doing these drills and, and like my teacher friend, Jack, he's a coach and, you know, he was against the drills and stuff. But, you know, that stuff is going on, you know, around here, out here in Casterville and, and uh uh the, but yeah that that's true you know that it, it, and even if it doesn't happen necessarily in that school the way that they portray it on the t tv all the time you know and yeah and you know all this stuff just happened you know about uh I, I, it's like 60 miles up the road to where all that stuff happened at, at the the school you here and Uvalde and, and, uh, you know, that there's, that's just, you know, really, really suspicious suspect thing. Oh, yeah. And, 
And so, yeah, there, that, that's, that's, and again, in my mind, you know, part of the, the front of their war of terror, you know, this is what they want. They want to keep people afraid. So they got to create, you know, if they have to, they'll create a fake shooting, you know, just to make people afraid, you know, and yeah, absolutely. And, and, and so, yeah. Well, I mean, Bill Cooper talked about this, you know what I mean? It's, that's, I, you know, I, I tend to go back to Bill Cooper a lot because, uh, it, all the stuff that's going on right now is what he was talking about back in the day, you know, and uh, it's just, and then people want to call that dude crazy. You know what I mean? Hell just crazy was he? Oh, we can hear you. He's crazy. Bill yeah, Cooper. Yeah, wild or wild treetop. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah there, Bill was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been called that. Yeah, a I'll tell you what, too. I thought <laughs> You, you know, I want to jump in here before I got a little signal. As far as I'm concerned, you know, everybody's got a right to defend themselves. I'm not in this internet jubilee that finds a Jew under every rock and around every corner for every problem. Uh, you know, some of these people likes to say, you know, everything, you know, it's the Jews gimmick. Well, they probably are some things that you could probably find some facts to back that up. But I don't think that, you know, something that's been going on for 75 or 80 years that we should be worked over here into the corner into World War III for some bullshit, you know, between the citizens over there and the citizens over here in other countries that a lot of people's just trying to live every day just like we are. Yes, sir. You know, I think that's a bunch of shit. I said it on Chuck's show last night, and I'll say it again. This old fucking shit, people out here, politicians, so-called leaders, fanning the flames for World War III, well, fuck them, you know? <laughs> right. I mean, they're going to get shit fucking going on over here and they're screaming fucking terrorist sales and all of that. I think what we need instead is gun control and all this, we need some fucking dick skinner control. We need right. some politician gimmick control. Absolutely. That's what we need. I agree with you 100% on that. You know, and I want to add one more thing. Paul Chris has been sick here for the last two or three weeks. And, man, this show has went all to hell. <laughs> Ever since this has yeah. been gone. <laughs> we God need you back, Chris. <laughs> you know, just not for that reason. If he never does another podcast, I hope it gets better. But, you know, the proof's in the pudding. You know, right. you know, we didn't have a show last week, fucked up this week and week before last both, which a lot of that's been my fault because I've been in places that I didn't have as good as signal. I wasn't in my regular places, you know, where the, I'm usually at. But I just wanted to get some of that. Absolutely. And there's, there's no reason to be over here fanning the flames. And thank God, you know, it's, you know, more and more, you know, these talking heads are, they're, they're, they're dipping their toe in the water. Even though they're getting backlash, Laura Ingram, you know, she mentioned it, that, you know, we don't get to get into World War Three over this. And, you know, I just think it's a fucked up situation. Everybody knows it is. But that's my main thing. Just say no to World War Three. Right, and and, so, and say fuck you to every warmongering cocksucker out there like Lindsey Graham, you know him over there running his dick skinner from some fucking bunker <laughs> somewhere. But all of those 
get on the world. You know, it, this some bitch has wasted more money in the last six months than some of us ever fucking see, no matter how fucking hard we work. I hear, you know, if it's American dream, women, you know, and all of that, you know, pull yourself up with the bootstraps. So I want to put one more thing out. You know, uh, I've heard several people say this, you know, or allude to it. You know, Don Jeffries and Tony Artiburn and Billy Ray, you know, had a good show today on some of this. But would the average person even have these problems if you didn't have all this politics? You know? No, we wouldn't have and any here problems. You <laughs> 70, a, a hardcore group, and I'm not saying there's not younger people into it, but you've got a bunch of 70, 75, and 80 year old rich motherfuckers out here that's, you know, they can't get enough fucking money. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're over here flames on this shit, and, and he could cause, you know, God only knows what. And, you know, do I think World War Three is about to start? Well, not really, but, you know, we're kind of in a situation where it could. You know, I kind of think, I kind of hope this is just, you know, a subject changer for the local Israeli politics. Hell, he's about to have a civil war amongst the Israelis themselves over uh, the bullshit that's going on over there. Yeah. But, yeah, it's probably just another grift. It, it probably is just another conversation ch uh, changer. But the facts of the matter is, there's a lot of stupid shit going on here that's kind of like right out in everybody's face. And I'm not saying, you know, uh, guard Hamas or kiss their ass or shake their fucking hand. You know, if you can cap one, go to it. But at the end of the day, you know, Israel is the one who's running the show. The United States has been right there pumping them up all these years. You know, building them up, feeding them, you know, billions of dollars every year. I mean, fucking pump the brakes and do something <laughs> and actually find the solution. And I think, you know, the only solution is going to be to this is going to include, you know, uh, you know, some of the ruling class in Israel not going to get their way. Some of the ruling class over here, they're not going to get their way, you know. But which one's more important? You know, fucking peace as much as possible, or a, a bunch of cocksuckers, you know, on television, the internet, running their mouth, you know, right. talking about annihilating people, you know, I mean, it, it's just like an old friend of mine used to say, you know, that killing, it goes both ways, and, you know, I, I don't want anybody over here, you know, or, or not, as far as that goes, not one fucking soldier to get a scratch dealing with this worn out bullshit. Right. You know, it's pure bullshit. But I just had to throw that in there. I'll, I'll take a breath. I got a little bit of a signal now. So, you know, I thought I'd try to get something other out. And never forget, folks, MAGA 2024. Make America guy <laughs> Orange Jesus gonna save us out. And even Orange Jesus, what was funny is, you know, Trump come out and he criticized, you know, Netanyahu. But, you know, some people has kind of, you know, been like, well, you know, he said stuff, you know, against him and poor Joe Biden in the election last time around, which, you know, I think he's some of it there. But, you know, what's funny, you know, Orange Jesus was getting crucified the other day, you know, for saying something so derogatory about a Jew. That, that's kind of funny. 
Yeah, I don't pay pay too much attention to that, Harlan. I don't really, you know what I mean when I just whatever. <laughs> I haven't really paid attention to this uh, Israeli Palestine thing either, dude. I, I know it's. Uh, I just know innocent people are dying over there for no reason. So, uh, in my book, that that should be going on. I'd like to point out that, and here again, this has been more mainstream here lately in the last few days. Yeah. How in the hell did they get in there to start with? You know, this is supposed to be the most badass military in the world. You know, number four in the world, you know, far in size, but the most badass, you know, bunch that you ever seen. And everything that you ever see on TV, like a guy I know that, you know, he's he's pro-Israel. He's He's got that, you know, that old school, you know, uh, Israel first and, you know, fuck the Muslims and all that mentality. But even he said, well, where's all these uh, fucking policemen and, uh, you know, soldiers standing out there with machine guns? Right. You know, I mean, where's all that at? And, you know, all these memes we see, I shared one on Facebook. It's got this gal standing out there in a bathing suit with a fucking, you know, AR-50 on her back. Where's all that shit at, ladies and gentlemen? I mean, you know, them people was left there to fend for themselves for hours yeah. from what I got. Them. <laughs> I mean, fuck. Well, here's, here's the thing, though. There's a uh, lot of people. Uh, Go ahead, Vance. Oh. Okay, well, anyway, first thing people need to understand that Jews are not, it's not a race, it's just a religion. Um, and any real Jew will tell you that. <laughs> Is anybody there? Uh, am I there? Hello. Yeah, hello. I can hear you now. Hello, hello, hello. Okay. Yeah, yeah I can I, hear you. I think when, whenever my screen, yeah, when my screen oh, lost Harlan again. Off or something. But, 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 but I was going to say, um, there was, it was supposedly going to be like a, a big, huge protest against Netanyahu's government because of some changes that he's trying to push through an institution there that the Israelis are upset about. Are happy with? And, you know, and, and uh, yeah, and so then all of a sudden, like the, the, you know, the day before that's supposed to happen, you know, or whatever you know, this war kicks off. So, you know, I, I'm not saying that, you know, they started, you know, obviously they planned that that's been planned out, you know, long, you know, who knows when they planned what, I guess, actually, you know, now that I think about it, but, uh, but yeah, so it, it's, it's a good distraction, you know, to now nobody's worried about, you know, now they're going to push through whatever constitutional, you know, that I, I would imagine Israel probably has a similar, you know, uh, uh, continuity of government, you know, type thing, clause enacted. So when they actually declare war, which they've apparently now actually declared war, will gives them, you know, you know, super judicial powers to do whatever the hell they want. And it won't matter what they say about Netanyahu and, you know, by the end of it, that guy's know. a scumbag, man. <laughs> well, they're all scum. Like I'm saying, you know, yeah. it, with my understanding that, that of the history of the way that country created, <laughs> it, 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's he's yeah, there with the chain. Oh, hey. 
What's up, Harlan? Be back. Yeah. What's the deal? Lost it all. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I'm not used to all that trucker talk anymore back in the 70s, you know. Everybody right. had one and, you know, all that. <laughs> yeah, hell, say, all, all that damn CB radio is is some kind of bullshit. You know, it's just trouble waiting out. Yeah, well, nowadays they got, you know, metal detectors. And... Go ahead, Lance, go ahead. Uh, I can't remember now. Uh, you know, I, I'm just on this, you know, the whole war thing. It's, it's like, obviously, this is going to be the focus of attention, you know, for, you know, and, and you know, uh, yeah, I don't want to talk about it either, you know, but it's like we can't just, you know, and a lot of people are just going to like, oh, well, you know, that's going over there and you know, it doesn't really matter. And that's, you know, part of the, the, the equation, you know, as well. But, you know, the then they have the ability to, you know, hear in all the states they're listening, you know, they're, they're you know, putting, you know, warnings out you know high alert and all that and you know if you see something say something and and you know they're you know so you know who knows you know they're they're liable to you know go ahead i'm saying well i mean yeah yeah well that don't count <laughs> well, that's not what they want, though. But you know that it's 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 you know it well within my beliefs of their capability to you know go ahead and you know kick off a few attacks on a couple of mosques or something, and then you know that that you know gets to drive home the fact that we got to consider you know the average Joe has to consider consider you know Israel under threat, and we have to you know participate and whatever and isn't it funny how you know there's this huge outcry about you know sending money to ukraine you know but you know there's not going to be no outcry you know about sending more you know resources to to israel and israel already if i'm remembering correct it was what the recent figure was since from 1951 to 23 or two uh, uh, sixty-eight billion dollars they've been given in aid, and that doesn't count uh, the stuff like the mil- missile defense systems and right. this other, you know, level of, of uh, stuff. So you know, you know, it just it, the, the, and it might have been eighty-eight billion, but I think it was. Yeah, I think it was eighty-eight billion, or either way, six point eight or eighty-eight. Uh, you know, that that's a billion bucks a year we've been given Israel. And you know what yeah. do we got to show for it, and and, and why is there why, and why why is there there commercials on TV all the time about you know there's these you know Holocaust survivors living in this desolate you know conditions and we need your help you know and it's this Christian you know Jewish alliance stuff and and uh, you know so we give them a billion dollars a year why they can't take care of their poor you know you know hungry holocaust survivors i mean jesus pardon the pun when i said jesus 
<laughs> it, it's uh, it's actually over 3.5 billion a year here in recent years. Then plus every little old bill, and and I'm like Vance, why why couldn't they give some of that money to the uh, what few Holocaust survivors are left? You know, like in Russia, in Ukraine, because that's usually where most of the poor ones, you know, are at. You know, uh, but. And something other else I want to add, you know, at this point, how many are they going to be able to say how many Holocaust survivors are going to be left, you know, five years from now? You know what I'm saying? And uh, and I'm not one of these, you know, Holocaust deniers, you know, whatever. That You know, they, they might be some discrepancies on some numbers there. But, you know, as far as I'm concerned, hell, 3,000 people getting killed at one time. You know, like on nine eleven is, you know, you've got to start it somewhere. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, it, it doesn't have to get into the, the millions. Uh, you, you know, you don't have to have, you know, a number that had been used several times, you know, in previous decades before that over and over. Kind of the same, you know, narrative. But, you know, I'm, I'm not one of those people. But I'm also not one of these, like at default, Let's blow the fucking world up because some damn politics over here. And you've got, you know, some preachers in the last 20 years has been pushing this stuff, you know, on Sunday. I don't see that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, if God wanted to, you know, take me off this earth, he could do it any time. You know, I'm, I'm not. I've been hearing this about, the, you know, the rapture and this gimmick and the world's coming to the end. As far as I can remember, you know, and I'm almost 45 years old. Yeah, Harlan, so, I, I, I know what you're saying about that. Like, I, you know, I think the elite are pushing that agenda or trying to, you know what I mean? That's more fear porn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, the world's going to come to an end or we're going to nuke you all, you know, and I'm not a hundred percent believer in the, in nu- nukes anyway. Um, I don't want to find out. No, I don't either. Don't get me wrong. But I think that's uh, another part of fear porn they use to to scare everybody. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, the nukes could drop any day. You know, we got this thing that's, you know, like DEFCON 3 right now. When it hits DEFCON 5, that means all the missiles are launching, you know, and that scares the fuck out of fucking people. You know what I mean? And, And that shit ain't cool. You know, AT did a show on that shit yesterday. DEFCON 3, and he was asking people if they had heard about it. You know, I've been knowing about this shit could be possible years ago, and I was telling people, you know, we're going to have another financial crash, and it's going to be worse than 2008. When it's going to happen, I couldn't tell you, but it's coming. And I said, World War 3 is possible as well. Well, like Gerald Slinty said, when all else fails, they take you to war. You know, there again, yes. I saying it's going to happen. No, but you know, it's a possibility. And look how things are adding up. Well, and this, well this, you know, this is the, that, you know, the, the, this is the the you know the Orwellian you know reality of it is that you know this is the, the war is the perpetual. They want war as the perpetual state in that that you know Absolutely. so that, you know, I mean Pink Pink Floyd you know the animals that that you know it's more relevant now than it was when they wrote them. I mean those guys were prescient at the time and and you know that's the that's the music I grew up listening to all the sixties and seventies you know 
uh, you know, I was born in 61. So, you know, I, I, I grew up with all the good music, you know, there was pretty right. much nothing but good music on, on the radio, you know, when I used to listen to it, but, but I can't even listen to it anymore, but, but, uh, you know the the Iran. You know uh, the threat of Iran. You know, and they're they're talking that up now that Iran. If they if they end up taking out Israel, who's their next target going to be? Us. You know, and it's like okay, well, yeah. know, as far as I know, Iran doesn't have intercontinental Baltic nuclear weapons. They may have some, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, conventional, you know you know, type of weapons, whatever that entails, but, but, uh, the, 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 talked about part that, that is that, you know, he, Donald Rumsfeld back in the seventies or nineties, or I, I think it was, yeah, it was in the seventies. I'm pretty sure uh, that he was a, a secretary or whatever, for whatever president it was. And, and he's the one that, that headed and, and push through you know, the agenda uh, encouraging Iran to to uh, develop nuclear energy so that they wouldn't have to be dependent on their oil and you know, they could sell more of their oil to help their people and you know this you know humanitarian you know uh, uh, venture to to uh, you know uh, help them with their economy and all that kind of stuff you know back then right. and and. Uh, and so we built them, we funded and, 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 and built like, you know, Bechtel or whoever, you know, went over there and built, you know, the, you know, got paid, you know, to, to build, you know, their nuclear, you know, plants and stuff and, and uh, set up their labs and, you know, all that stuff. And then, you know, then for the last 30 years, over 30 years, they've been telling us that uh, uh, Iran is a year and a half away from developing nuclear weapons. Iran is a year and a half away from developing nuclear weapons. Iran and is a year and a half away from the, <laughs> and, 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 and there's not even any proof that they're even tried to, you know, develop any nuclear weapons. Right. But and, and, and then now, you know, yesterday or whatever, they even I heard you know the 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 uh, they're uh, ninety days away from you know having uh, nuclear weapons and 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 it's because Joe Biden gave them the eight billion dollars and and uh, and and you know back in the day at some point you know when we had the embargoes and all that after the hostage crisis well yeah they might have been a little hurting for money or something you know since they couldn't sell their oil but but. Um, you know, they're not a poor country now. They got plenty, you know, they don't have to wait around for, you know, Joe Biden to give them eight billion buck, you know, to, to start off an offensive against Israel. They could do that anytime they want to. And if they wanted, they wouldn't have to worry about developing nuclear weapons. They get one from Russia or North Korea or China or, you know, they're, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's not an easy thing, but I can guarantee you, you know, there, there's ways to, you know, get uh, nuclear weapons for, you know. The right people <laughs> so you know it, it's just like you say fear porn fear porn fear porn because perhaps you know whatever you know powers in charge of you know uh um iran is is that you know insane you know with this religious philosophy of you know he's doing god's will and you know so what if you know uh, you know our country gets destroyed we're going to you know attack the great satan you know, because there, there's no doubt that if they did happen to launch a nuke against, you know, Israel or us, either one, 
that would be their destinies. You know what I'm saying? You know, I mean, and it's right. not necessarily that we would do that, but I'm just saying that that's what they're, that's what the fear is supposed to be for them is that if you do that, then, you know, you're going to get 10 nuke- nukes on, you know, Iran, which is like the size of Texas or maybe bigger a little bit, but, but, uh, you know, <laughs> it's just, it's just more fear porn to keep everybody afraid to, to justify this noble mission that America is this force of good. And if it wasn't for, you know, everything we've been doing, well, we'd have already all been dead and, you know, raped by Muslims, you know, by now. Right. And, and you know, hey, it's just, you know, it's I, not. I the, fear porn ain't my kind of porn, you know? Right. <laughs> I'll agree with that. Yeah. Harlan. <laughs> and, 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 and and that that's my saying is fear porn leads to mental masturbation. So, yes, you know, that's, that, that's uh, what yes. they got. They, they got everybody <laughs> well, they mentally they, they fucking masturbated. You know, they're getting off on that shit right now. That's yeah, right. Man. It's, it, and it's sad. And like, you know, the, 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 the only way it stops is when enough of us, you know, fear there's nothing that you or I or any of you know the us do to you know any of the change, but but if once enough people understand what the grift is, then it doesn't it, it doesn't affect you. You see what I'm saying? Then you can you can realize what you're doing is wrong, you know, and, and not go along with the you know the 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 the, the uh, illusion that you know you're participating in something that you know. I mean, I feel sorry. It it it, it breaks my soul to a certain level, you know, to all these you know uh, soldiers, the, the veterans of any armies or whatever, and you know that that think that the thing that they've done all this time. Would, has led to the world is worse off than it's ever been. It's more unsafe than every. You see, I'm saying there's more danger around every corner than than there ever was in my lifetime on this planet. And and you know that that so this system ain't working. This except for it's working exactly the way they want it because that's the way they want us to live. The, the guy said wow. in the little thing with the uh, Gabriel Mate about you know the Palestinians. Uh, uh, they don't have PTSD because the trauma never stops. Okay. There, right. there, there is no post event that, that, you know, so, you know, this is just, and I saw like these kids walking around in the news footage with their parents and they're just kind of, you know, they're, they don't really have any terrified looks on their faces and not that they wouldn't if, you know, shooting was going on, but I'm just saying, you know, this is even after, you know, it's like they, they're, they're just kind of, like okay, well, another, another I like you know, that. Israel blew up the town again. Okay, we got to go over here. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to point something other else out too. You know, you've got a lot of which I'm not saying that there's not other people standing. You know, in, in any establishment, uh, there's always you know a new crowd waiting you know to take over. It's just that World Boomer it's hung on longer than you know probably any you know generation of the ruling class since you know probably a hundred years ago but i don't think if there's not something big happens this is another worry if there's not like a you know a another regalvanization or something you know big you know to kind of you know like hit this with like a shot of you know crack or something the longer that you know time goes on this younger generation over here, both the Israelis and the Palestinians and these other countries, they're not going to give a shit about this as much 
is what that people have during our lifetimes. I think, you know, there's a lot of people that they've really not got on board with this, even though the level of propaganda that we've seen and presidential candidates out here, you know, finish them as Nikki Haley said. You know, the shit with, um, you know, lovely Lindsay, you know, oh in the last, you know, <laughs> I mean, I just don't think it's going to be such a big a deal to the next generation at this point. And I don't think that it was, you know, kind of leading up to this. You know, I think a lot of people, you know, wants to move on from this stuff. And and if you go back here again, you don't have to take my word for it, folks. <clears throat> you can go and watch videos across YouTube and go down in the comments, and if it, if it's not from somewhere that is a diehard, you know, maggotard, you know, bunch, or, you know, if you're not over here on the dark corners a bit shoot, or I guess Telegraph, I, I've never really been on Telegraph, but, you know, the, the crowd, if you're basically not looking at a crowd that is the straight up and down, the Israeli lobby ass suckers, the class one Zionist, if you're not looking at them or you're not looking at stuff from people that hates all Jews, everything is the Jews' fault, blah, 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 so forth and so on. If you're not looking at one hardcore section or the other, a lot of people in the comments are like, well, you know, this is sad, but can we do something else? Can we do right. something besides World War Three? You know, is it? <laughs> Is there other solutions? You know, it's just not, let's go over here and wipe out whole countries. Let's not get into, you know, run and jump, get into World War Three. And I think as time goes on, you know, a lot of this stuff is probably going to, you know, die down unless it's got a reason to keep cranking it up. And, you know, here again, folks, never forget, just back here a couple years ago, the average Israeli, they was expecting them and jabbing as many vaccines in their arms as they could, contact tracing, apps on their phone, some of the worst shit that I ever heard of. Yeah. You know, the average Israeli is over, you know, half of the deal with their, you know, ruling class and the crony capitalism and the bullshit just like we are. And I'll never forget that. And then the average Palestinian, you know, the look of it, their quote government is, you know, a, quote, terrorist organization, and I'm not saying that you're not. But I always keep that in mind about the average person on the ground. Yeah. Everybody is not, you know, neck deep in this stuff. And, you know, one more thing. All these people that's, you know, that's over here, screaming, and I, I can't look at the chat because I'm on my phone right now, and I'll, I'll mess it back up. I, I do remember seeing free sinkers. In the chat. Yeah, uh, she's there. Um, you know, way cool. Free thinkers so there. Awesome. Karen, way cool. Snoopy. Um, Sykes. I'm not sure how you say that, but um, yeah, they're there. <laughs> but but um, if, you know what I'm saying is, if there's anybody, Chris was in there for a minute. Uh, but man, what, what we need, Chris. Chris needs to lay hands on his his fucking phone or his laptop and like send some spirit through there to help us out. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we need Mr. Graves to, you know, put 
situation. But the guard's in there. He was in there for a while. But and just don't forget, you know, the shit that we go through, they've got another version over there. See, they was having, you know, upheavals, protests amongst the Israelis before all this shit happened last week. But I don't give a damn what anybody People can get mad. They can hack on to the propaganda that they've been pre-programmed with. Some of this shit that I've seen here in the last couple of weeks, you know, just, oh, go do this. Oh, go do that. Well, if you had Iranians on their social media saying the same thing about us, and then they'd be saying, about, oh, we got to go over and wipe them out. You know, this, this over and over tit for tat, you know, I mean, this – there's a lot of people fucking around right now, and, I, and I'm worried that, you know, people that's not fucking around is going to get to find out for the ones that have been fucking around. On all sides, here, over yonder, every, wherever spot that they're at. Yeah. Yeah, I think we lost Vance. Yeah, I heard he was... He was making a lot of noise right there. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, if you're listening, Vance, thanks, thanks, brother. Um, uh, six isn't. He's not backstage, so he can't let nobody else back in. Sorry. <laughs> it's good to have you on here carrying the show, Vance. Because if it wasn't for you, Tom would have been talking to himself. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that would be a scary thing. <laughs> So what's up, Harlan? What you been hauling there lately in your truck? My man, I ain't been hauling nothing but the same old stuff. What? Well, what do you normally haul? Carpet and flooring out. Oh, okay. Back. Sometimes you know something different. Potatoes. It's going on nowhere again here in the last, you know, once twenty twenty one was over with. You know, a lot of the economy started to go down. The boom of the the pandemic, uh, scamdemic, if you will, that was more or less over. Yeah. And, you know, when loads goes down, that means that, you know, there's not as much st stuff, much products being bought. Right. It's getting expensive. Exactly. You know, we had a big backlog you know, from stuff held up from China. But once that, you know, got worked through, you know, all these big freight numbers and stuff, you know, went down. And what was funny, I, I saw on Facebook earlier today, a guy was talking about shutting down. I can't remember if it was the 1st of November or 2nd of November because I don't pay attention to that stuff because, you know, that them guys, a lot, there's some well-meaning folks, but, man, you, you talk about, just some attention holders. I mean, yeah. that's that's what that's, you know. That's what it's been. That's the reason why they ain't never done anything since you know social media, you know, was taken off in the last you know decade. That's my opinion on that. I mean, if I was wrong, if any of that shit worked, why the fuck ain't we living in fucking steering wheel utopia? You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. there again, it's like all this other. 
fucking propaganda and lies and bullshit. Well, if I mean, when's it going to kick in? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, hell. <laughs> I mean, when's, when's there something going to appear besides the grift? And that's what most of this shit, you know, is. Yeah, that's... Here, you know, you like the situation stuff. I feel cool, like man. they do a, a lot of that stuff to see w- if they'll get us to bite on it. You know what I mean? Kind of like what's going on with Ukraine. You know, that's um, that's starting to, to die away because they know people have lost interest. So they're going to they're going to start. Yeah, up something yeah. People's else, kind you know? over that. Well, I, you I, know. I'm curious to see what's going to happen with the, with Zelensky now that they're not paying as much attention to Ukraine, <laughs> or maybe it'll just get worse well, there because you know they're not they're not really talking about it. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. There again, you know, who knows? I mean, from from my understanding, somebody in the chat, you might be able to correct me. I thought that, that whole situation started when there was a section of Ukraine that had voted to go back and be a part with Russia and Ukraine and NATO and, of course, the United States. You know, the the West, so to speak, in general, didn't want it. And that's yeah. where, you know, a lot of that got started. That was my understanding. And, you know, it was, you know, the people, you know, mostly supposed, supposed supposedly spoke Russian. So, you know, there again, you know, everything's all about my, my democracy until it kicks in. Right, you know, to call fucking slavery. <laughs> Everything's, you know, it's it's about my democracy unless it's going to work. You ever notice this democracy shit? It only works when somebody, you know, up on higher in the ruling class wants it. Right. You know what I mean? It's just like. We couldn't, you know, like all these votes, and I don't care what you think about it, folks, what side of the issue you're on, but it's just like these votes in the last several years about putting these abortion bans on the ballot. And um, where was that talk at 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago? Uh, How long have we had a so-called conservative Supreme Court? Why couldn't Roe been struck down, you know, the second week Donald Trump was president? Because don't get it twisted, Harlan. The conservatives are having fucking abortions, too. You know what I'm saying? They want to sit there and preach and tell you that it's it's against, you know, the the God and all that and whatever you want to say, you know. But they're the ones they're having them, too. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like I've said before, and I'm going to say it again. And it's just to point out where things are. When when red state Kentucky, alleged red state <laughs> Kentucky, you know, Kentucky, you know, kind of like, you know, uh, Tennessee's, you know, gay cousin, so to speak. But, uh, <laughs> when, when red state Kentucky, which has only had uh, three Republican governors in the last hundred years, and it doesn't look like they're going to get one this time, surprisingly. I guess the guy that's running, I'm sure people run out and claim everybody's racist to don't vote for him because of the Republican flag, but he's tied so deeply come to find out with the last guy that got a Democrat in there to begin with. But to my main point, Rand Paul got over 900,000 votes in the abortion ban 
only got 600 and some thousand. I think the actual gap was about 260,000 people was doing more conning than they were serving. Right. Because, see, it just wasn't getting online, putting a pro-life post up, which you don't see that like you did five or six years ago. But, you know, what my point is, you know, you're right, and on top of it, they've been so many things from the Republicans and the pro-life, you know, movement. And I am pro-life. Don't get me wrong, folks. I'm just, I'm just here, you know, spreading the gospel, the damn facts, logic, common sense. Okay, 10 years ago, all these Republicans was running around here hollering about, well, you ain't going to buy these sluts birth control. Well, well, how about all these ones that, you know, that was paying their own fucking insurance every week? Right. You know, stuff like that, that adds up. You know, like David Knight, you know, has said, you know, the pro-life movement has been used so much. You know, something to this effect, not word for word, what I heard him say a while back, and he said something, you know, about the Second Amendment on the same show and pretty much the same proximity to each other. You know, it's all been grifted till you get up to the point where, like with this abortion, well, all the politics is, you know, kind of played out. And then with society, the, the where it keeps moving to the left, that's the reason why you're here. <laughs> you know, look, it's like one of my biggest, you know, gripes about the, you know, so, so-called conservatives is they had time to, you know, to tidy up a lot of this stuff and do a lot of things they'd promised for decades, you know, starting, you know, the third week of January in 2017. And what did they do? Well, it's, they sure the fuck wasn't worried about you. No. You know, all they worried about was, you know, 4D chest and, uh, corporate first bullshit. Right. And one more thing, Vance brought it. I said this on Chuck's show last night. When they go to bombing, you know, oil fields and, you know, pr- production facilities and refineries in Iran, you know, the gas and diesel prices are going to go through the roof. Then everybody can run back and they can blame Joe Biden. A lot of stuff. And God knows there's plenty of blame to go around. There's also plenty of blame to go around on that uh, that alleged, you know, uh, chosen one that we did have. But that ain't going to do a, a thing to help you at the pump. Yeah. And he right. has done In your stuff. pocketbook as well. You exactly I mean? right. He has done stuff, you know, just running his mouth. When I say, you know, he, I mean Biden, that caused or help, I think, you know, it was one of those things that was going to go on anyway that helped, you know, the price of uh, gas and diesel to go up the pump. And it really, yeah, there's some correlation there on the price of oil, and it especially used to be, but nowadays it's whatever the, quote, free market dictates. I yeah. mean, they've got more excuses and Carter's got liver pills. And like me and Vance was talking <laughs> last on the phone, that he had noticed, and he's down outside of San Antonio, <laughs> and I'd noticed the same thing. In the last week, fuel has went down. Like where I'm sitting at right now, it's three twenty nine for regular gas, and it's three sixty nine for diesel. Jesus, you know, Christ. earlier it was it was actually the gas wasn't that cheap, but the diesel was a little bit cheaper. 
about an hour, you know, down the road. And I've noticed that this week, how it's went down. Instead, it's going up. And to tell you the truth about it, it was kind of mind-blowing. Because yeah, usually I, it's up 30 or 40 cents, at, at least. I, I noticed um, Friday when I went to go get gas, gas was over $4. And I was like, I, it said 385 on the on the gas tank. And I was like, what? And I looked at it and I was like, it went down. And I was like, wait a minute, that's not supposed to be right. You know, I thought it was going to go up, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, I was tripping yeah, I, on that. That's the first, that's the first for me, folks. And I, you know, I've paid attention for many years. But uh, it's just like a few weeks ago, probably a month ago. Hell, it just eased up from prices that's not this low of the last few days back up to it wasn't nothing to go buy, you know, one of the major truck stop chains, which what the major truck stop chains, you know, pretty much does is they raise the diesel up and give massive discounts to certain, you know, companies. And if you just roll in, you know, off the street, you know, in a pickup or buy some for your tractor or your you know, a small company or a independent that is not juiced into that system, then you're going to pay that full price. Yeah. But, but yeah, that, that could get nasty. And I don't, you know, here again, you can scream, well, it's Joe Biden's fault. You know, all you want to. And that ain't going to help nothing. You know, no, matter of fact, no. oh, I'm, I'm going to have to, you know, uh, point something out here for, for the, the geriatric one. You know, he's not playing going over and bomb Iran that's going to cause this shit to double. Yeah. That Lindsey Graham is. Yeah, know, man. I, I, You know, uh, Harlan, I, I really can't. I, I That's another individual I really do not like. Um, I can't stand that dude, you know. It's like he wants to get up on this podium and sit there and like, yeah, we need to go bomb Iran and you know take out their oil and this and that and I'm thinking to myself look dude the time you pick up a gun and go over there and fight is the time that I'll go over there with you and pick up a gun and fight but until then shut your face you know what I mean I don't want to hear anything that comes out of that dude's mouth right along with Nancy Pelosi uh Dan Carr Crenshaw or whatever the fuck that dude's name is the one-eyed patch dude you know what I mean but these people are yeah, all, they're all worthless, like, man. Well, well, you know, it's like you just said that, you know, you would go over and pick a gun up. He didn't. No, I ain't. Fuck him. You know what I mean? No, but I, I'm they just got, using that as an example. You know what I mean? To, you know, to help defend off whatever bullshit that they cause. No, I ain't going over there. And I ain't ashamed of it. You know, when I said that 20 years ago, no. But I've seen well, too much now. Fuck this well, shit. I, fuck all that. You know what I'm uh, saying? To go and get killed or mangled up for, you know, fucking politics or corporation. I'll kiss my fucking ass. Let them yeah. come over here. You know. Well, that's, you know, if we're not careful, man, that's a that's a good possibility. You know what I mean? Like uh, Russia and China get together. They are definitely capable of trying to, uh, to do that. You know what I mean? Well, that's the the part that you know that i don't understand about all these people that's just stoking this shit up right <laughs> here is you know always uh, you know so-called conservatives are crying about you know what went on with uh, black lives matter 
and Antifa, which, you know, at the time, you know, Orange Jesus was on the throne of the Federal Reserve in the White House, and he sat back, and he was just, quote, monitoring the situation and watched it fucking happen. Right. You know, if you're having a fit over that, what's it going to be if, you know, you get a bunch of these other countries goes to flying over and motherfuckers go to parachuting out? What's it going to be when there's terrorist attacks everywhere you fucking look? I mean, you know, if the George Floyd summer of love, if that pissed you off, what in the fuck you think it's going to be, you know, when the fucking jihad fucking takes place? I mean, that's what I'd like to hear from them. And most of them, I don't give a damn if they're 28, they're 78. I tell you the look that you did. If they just didn't lash out and go to scream, go to spewing, vomiting, some kind of just bullshit propaganda, at best you'd get is that old school boomer look when they know that somebody's done caught on to their bullshit. Yeah. You get that, well, they look both ways up and down. Well, you know, that's just, uh, you know, next thing you know, the fucking subject's change. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the best that you're going to get. Right. With all these motherfuckers screaming that shit, especially these, you know, devout right-wingers. I mean, I've not heard anything about, you know, the planes getting shut down. Get your ass up and fucking go over there. Show us how it's done. You know, yeah. I mean, just go to town on it. But let, let's, let's see what it's all about, because obviously you know more about it than what I do. You know, and you're, you're worried more about doing all this, you know, cat busting it. Go over and do it. Yeah. Just sitting there, be, you know, being a slimy motherfucker, talking about somebody else going and doing it. You know. <laughs> that other dude, too, that's, uh, what's his name? Um, The one that just glitched out on on TV a couple times here not too long ago. Uh, I think he's from South Carolina. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. That's another dude I can't stand, man. Talking about Lindsey Graham? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> These people are stealing from us, Harlan. They are stealing from us, and we do nothing about it. When are we going to wake up and do something about it, man? You know, and, and it's funny because it's not just specific people they're stealing from. They're stealing from all of us. First. That means the gays, the trans, whatever. They're stealing from all of us. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, I, and I have a real problem with that. Um, you know, the fact that most of my money probably goes off to kill innocent brown people. I'm not cool with that. That's not where I want my taxes to go. You know, I like... <laughs> Like I tell everybody, I don't have a problem with tax paying taxes. Uh, it's way too high for one thing. We shouldn't be paying as much as we're paying. Um, but I think we should also be given a, a, a choice where we want to send our taxes to, and then a receipt at the end of the year. Uh, and you know, I think uh, we need to get rid of the IRS for one thing, um, and then we start taking over and making sure that these politicians are doing the right thing. You know. Instead of sending our money to go kill people, you just keep the money here and take care of the United States. And then if we have anything left over to help somebody out, then we can we can do that, you know. But until we uh, until we start taking care of our problems here in the United States, this is just going to continue, and uh, we're just going to sit back and do nothing about it, you know. Um, well, I'm you ready. know, 
look at the last over we went almost 20 years over in the middle east look at the guys that was killed and the girls and you know we really didn't lose that many people overall especially compared to vietnam i think it was like 60 some hundred people that was killed but look at the tens of thousands that was physically and mentally maimed and raped you know and have been through some of the most horrific shit something that i've noticed in the last year that we don't hear anymore and and i hate to put it this way but i don't know if just started the numbers just started running out to where there wasn't as many left to commit suicide that we heard so much about for the last five or six years and see that kind of died off you know through the pandemic we don't hear about that as much as more right i don't know if it was a situation where you know that was just another piece of propaganda that was kind of exploited or if you know it just kind of got to the point that the law of averages on the ones that was doing it you know they're already gone yeah but didn't we you know we're not you know 20 years removed from the middle east you know it just barely got over with in the last handful of years and here again it's let's go right back to the middle east is what you've got a lot of people, you know, pushing. And I don't see where that we've got that responsibility to do that over worn out politics that's causing this. Yeah. You know, if they want to go find, you know, with this technology, that they can't go find some of these Hamas leaders. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that, folks. I'm not saying, you know, I'm all right with what, you know, went on the issue. And I know there's a lot of people out there, let's be honest, they was tickled to death when it happened. And I'm not one of those people. But can't we, you know, find another solution to this same worn out fucking shit? Yeah, we could. I I mean, regardless of all professionals. You know, that's running the show. They'll, they'll tell you all about it, just how professional, you know, all that stuff. They'll sprinkle that cult of professionalism on there. And, you know, they're absolutely right. And you're, you're fucking wrong if you're doing anything right. besides 100% support. Hey, uh, um, six is going to kill this at seven o'clock. So we got another half hour. Are you cool with that? No, hey, that's fine with me. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I you know I, this we're living in some strange times right now, Harlan. Really strange times. It's super interesting for me. You know what I mean? Um, a, a little bit's kind of scary. You know what I mean? Like the fact that we could have a nuclear war or even a third world war um, is super scary. You know what I mean? Like I I, I don't want to I don't want to see any anybody's children die in a war that is just it's nonsense. You know what I mean? Like it shouldn't even be going on. And, uh, exactly. and, uh, you know, and, and other people's kids too are dying for just, for, you know, it, basically what this is, is, uh, this is attack on the poor people. And I don't give a fuck if you, ain't, if you, you, you ain't got a hundred, you got, ain't got millions of dollars in your account. You're a poor person. 
You know what I'm saying? No, um, even if you're like even if Tiger pointed that out, you know, this week also, you know, about about the children on on his show. So he's been real good to point that out. Yeah. About any of those that will die. Well, you know, it's like when my son joined the military, I was scared. You know, he wanted to be a, a one of those people that defuses bombs, and he almost made it. He missed the he missed one question on the test. And you weren't allowed to miss any of the questions. So when he told me that, it was like a sigh of relief for me. You know what I'm saying? I was like, dude, you know, and, and I didn't tell my kid that. I didn't want to say, hey, look, man, you could you could blow up and I'll never see you again. You know what I mean? But uh, I, we, I got lucky. I didn't say nothing to him. You know, I was just like, you know, I tried to be encouraging, you know, like, yeah, dude, you're, you know, but deep down inside, I was like, no, this isn't what I want you to do, man. But I couldn't tell him that, you know what I mean? Um, that's my son. And he had his heart set on that. But God damn it. I'm glad he missed that one question, Har Harlan. Um, you know, and then, and then he came down with childhood diabetes. My kid didn't, you know what I mean? He was, he was healthy. He didn't, you know. He was top in his, in his little class. He was the dude who was, you know, running all, you know, when they would do their PT, he was the dude out there, you know, telling everyone what to do. So, you know, he was well on his way. And then all of a sudden he just started getting sick, dude. And he went to the doctor and they told him he had childhood diabetes. You know, next thing you know, he's not in the military anymore. So. I am. But, you know, one other thing I'd like to point out, while we're on this subject, the American people have, um, you know, basically been the only people that's never seen any kind of war except for the Civil War. Right. And, you know, basically, you know, we've not seen anything like these other countries have, anybody that's alive, you know, here on American soil. You know, you've had a few things like 9-11, you know, you had the rights, you know, a couple of years ago, you've had rights here and there and, you know, in, in big cities, you know, on and off over the last 50, 60 years, you yeah. know, stuff that, you know, it didn't last too long, but they've never seen anything from other countries where that, you know, they're coming in and they're, you know, able to bomb, you know, the, the right. Japanese didn't come past Hawaii. And the reason why that they didn't is because they knew at the time, as you know, one of the generals over there said, that, you know, they'd be looking at a gun behind every blade of grass. Well, the right. technology is, you know, such, you know, nowadays to where that, you know, they don't need to put a half a million or a million people in all at once. You know, I wouldn't think. But something to a lot of people, you know, just I'm sure they don't give much thought to is, you know, you don't know what these other countries have, you know, as far as drones and stuff. Right. They have shot our drones down. One of them happened. And, and I will say I said at the time um, that I was glad that it didn't go any further. I ran shot one of our drones down when, when Trump was president. And he didn't go any further besides they did a little bit of uh, like a show, you know, bombing and hell, you know, I remember, you know, life and I, like, well, if they're going to evacuate everybody for y'all to go in there and, and bomb, you know, a base, well, why not just, you know, ask them for the fucking money back instead of this bullshit? Because yeah. what are they doing? I mean, it didn't make any sense. 
But I think once, the, you know, if we ever got into that state to where we was having to watch everywhere we went, every little thing, you know, if they was some kind of, you know, uh, started having terrorist attacks over here on small scales, the way they've dealt with over there, you know, for decades now, I think people would have, you know, a different outlook. Right. Even though it's going to be, you know, pushing them into more wanting more, more, more. But I think that's something a lot of people need to think about. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it, I mean, it, dude, they're letting a lot of um, immigrants in. And, and I don't mean just Mexicans. Uh, they're coming from other tar parts of this, of the world, you know? And it's like, uh, it, that that's, that's highly possible. You know what I mean? Um, do I think it's going to happen? Probably not, but it's a good possibility. And definitely we should keep our eyes open on that. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, you get it. I mean, there, there's a spot in Italy right now where the, the, uh, immigrants they let in, uh, outnumber the people that live there and they're having issues, you know? Um, it's been, it's been like that in Germany and uh, yeah. a few parts of the UK for years. So it's not like it can't happen here, you know? Um, but event, <laughs> you know, if they keep letting these people in and telling them they're going to give them all this stuff and then don't give it to them, they're eventually going to get pissed off and they're going to start to riot in the streets and the United States, you know, the people in America are the ones who are going to pay for it. You know what I mean? They're the ones who are going to get robbed, possibly killed, you know, stuff stolen from them, you know? And then what? What do you do? Well, you know? Even the Democrats, you know, in Chicago and New York City <laughs> are starting to complain about this. And um, something that I got thinking about the other day, and this would be easily, you know, Googled and found, or I think that it would, unless it's been, uh, you know, sanitized. You know, back sanitized. probably about 2019, first uh, of 2020, we were hearing a lot about refugee resettlement. A lot of these uh, red state uh, governors, they went ahead and went for it, except for Greg Abbott in Texas. We that even had a guy in the county. Well, at least, you know, he, he said no to that. But um, we had a guy, in a, a commissioner in the county next to where I live at. He brought up a uh, resolution about refugee resettlement, and he couldn't even get a second on it. They wouldn't even bring it up for a vote. Right. Now, there was a few other counties, you know, they had resolutions, and they passed it. You know, wouldn't, no, they wouldn't want to bring them in. But... What my point is, I think I thought at that time that a lot of these, you know, people just didn't want to touch it because they didn't want to take grant money off the table. They didn't want to look like they was xenophobic or, you know, they was racist. And like I tried to tell a few people, I said, well, you know, look, you know, over in the UK, France, Germany, look at that. Look at Sweden. You see what I'm saying? You know, right. you go to bringing some of these from third world countries, it's a little different, you know, than Pablo, uh, you know, coming over here to go over here and work for some, you know, for one yeah. of his cousins, you know, yeah, picking uh, some fucking vegetables country. or fruit or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's what you guys get out there mostly, but, you know, everywhere else it's, you know, construction jobs. And, you know, well, what, most of the trades here, Harlan, are, are Hispanic 
you know, um, the, the framing, um, the, uh, the sheetrock, um, yeah, that's most of those are all, you don't hardly see any white folk doing that anymore or any, any, any other race for that matter of fact, pretty much. So, yeah, and you, know. you, pro you, you probably don't see no English speaking, you know, born here two, five, six generation Hispanic doing it either in a lot of cases. No, no, because they don't want to do it either. <laughs> but what, what I love is, and I'll have, to, I'll have to admit this, I always loved it when they got to the point to where that, you know, that they could do all this stuff on their own and it wasn't like you had like, you know, some, one or, you know, maybe two you know, white people that they were sitting there basically using them as slaves anyway. Right. That, that's what I thought was fine. You know, they, they took their slaves away from them. That was just because they wouldn't hire white or black people, or, you know, over here, brown people. You know, it's we, we got to go over here and, you know, get these illegals. That way, if they fall and break a leg or something other, we don't have to pay them no workers' compensation. We can just, you know, kind of browbeat them and look at them and be like, yeah. You sure you want to want to make much of a stink over that? Right. No, because normally they're just going to go out and keep working with that broken leg. You know what I mean? Because they got no choice. You know, and um, and that's not. I don't care who you are, or where you're from. That's just not right. You know. Well, you know, I I lived in I lived in Texas for a few months, and in Houston, and. uh they were building houses out there like crazy. And uh, I didn't see one white dude out there building those homes. It was all Hispanic. The only, the only white person I saw was sitting in a truck in the air condition while the, the Hispanics were out there sweating their asses off working, you know? So it was like, uh, you know, if that's not a modern day slavery, I don't know what is, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I'm talking about. You know, it's, that's what I thought was the funny one, you know, enough of them got enough knowledge and uh, opportunity to, you know, basically come in and uh, do it themselves and they didn't have to go through anybody else. Well, that's kind of what's going on now here in, in Oregon. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of the companies are, are run, are Hispanic run companies, you know, because they've been doing it long enough and they got, you know, they could work that out, but. I think most like uh, the Hispanics in Texas, for instance, uh, they just come across the border, make their money for, for the year, you know, for six months or work here six months and then go back to Mexico and just, you know, chill for six months. That's what I would do, you know, if I yeah, was well, in that situation. Of, you know, you have a lot of these people that's, that's bitching about, uh, you know, how... how a lot of these different immigrants just came in and, you know, took over. I understand exactly what they're saying, but how that hard on the start with. And yeah. one of the things I figured out, you know, 20 years ago, if everybody was over here working for $2 an hour, well, you know, I mean, like, well, why doesn't every, you know, single guy that's making a thousand a week, you know, this is 20 year old figures, but like I used to say years ago, why doesn't every one of them have, you know, like two or three, you know, Mexican, you know, house, uh, you know, maids. Right. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I mean, 
a lot of there again, you know, the propaganda is out there. Once you figure it, figure it out. There it is. It's it, you can't ignore it. Right. You know, there's not everything is a. How would you say is a you know house on fire issue for me? But it's there. You know, yeah, I mean, and a lot of these things to tell you the truth about it, I tell you the reason why I'm not as hardcore on it is because what fucking good would it do? You know, I mean, are we supposed to sit here and relitigate the last fucking 50, 60 years? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you know, fuck, I'm just trying to live. That's you know, dude, that's that's you know, us. I've been a little depressed lately, um, and basically, I need to get my head out of my ass, quit being, quit being depressed, and just do what I got to do. You know what I mean? Because when I'm depressed, then my wife gets down, and I, I don't like when my wife's down. You know, so it, it, the, uh, this has gotten this stuff that's going on has gotten to me a little bit. You know, um, I, I, basically, what it is, Harlan, I, I'm tired of working for other people. Um, you know, like. The, the guy I work for, he's a nice guy, but you know what I mean? He's, he's your typical Republican. He's a tight ass. He don't want to pay. You know, I mean, he pays me pretty decent. Don't get me wrong. And, and I've done some, some questionable things that should have gotten me fired and probably not have a job with him anymore, but he still keeps me around because he knows I'm loyal. That's why he keeps me around. But, um, I'm, I'm just hey, tired. We, we, we pretty much win the same boat on that. I, I, I work for, uh, uh, a pretty good, you know, crowd, and um, you know, and uh, my my boss, you know, he's not a spring chicken, but you know, I've got. I know there's some people that you know I've told this to work with, you know, they they don't like to hear it, but you know, even his his son, his stepson, they could actually, you know, pick up the plow and go on if something ever happened to him, and that's not the case. It's never really been the case the whole time that I've been in the truck. Right. Usually, you know when when whoever that built the company when the sons get it because the daughters you know they they usually don't you know get into it to, to that point but right. i've seen so many of these places that you know when the son or these sons come along and they get a hold of it they just go out of pieces. yeah but i have to admit this is uh, you know they've put us the only place i've ever worked for that they put up more for me than what I ever did them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, and like the guy. The truth about it, one more thing, you know, that they run it pretty much 90% as I would. You know, and I've worked for myself before, but, you know, I'm right. talking about like for a company, you know, this large. Well, I mean, the guy I work for, you know, he's a nice guy and all, but, you know, he's. He's, he wants to tell me, he's like, hey, Tom, you know, I'm not rich, you know, but he's got himself a nice little cabin up on the mountain by the lake where everyone goes camping every summer. You know what I mean? And it's like, uh, dude, I got none of that, you know, and I don't, Harlan, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not, I don't need all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, I got my little house here with my kids and my wife and I'm cool with that. You know, I got a decent little truck to drive around, um, gets me back and forth to work. You know, and basically I just need, I just need marijuana products to keep me going, brother. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, yeah. And that's, that's what I basically, you know, I spend, I, 
you know, my, my wife gives me a little allowance to go to the dispensary. I get us our stuff for the week and we're good. You know what I mean? We, we don't need much, you know, throw in some cup cups of coffee here and there and we're good to go, brother. We don't want, you know, we're, we ain't trying to bother nobody. You know what I'm saying? Well, we just want to live. Have you, um, have you thought about, uh, do you have the contacts and stuff, uh, in that business to be able to go out on your own? Uh, I mean, have well, you the ever problem is, is I'm, I'm a convicted felon. Well, the problem is, is uh, they don't allow convicted felons to be part of that. So like a part of what? A part of, uh, you know, growing in, you know, like, yeah, I got yeah, absolutely. I, I can. About, I'm talking about your, your present business being in, in plumbing, you know, how you uh, make your living right now. Oh, um, you know, I hadn't really thought about that. Um, but to do, to do the type of plumbing I do new construction, you have to have some money up front, you know what I mean? To get started. And I just, I don't have the means to do that. Um, I actually have a, a, a good friend of mine that I work with, you know, we've talked about it before, but we just don't, we just don't have the money to get started, you know? <laughs> what kind of jobs are you guys working on? Are you talking about? Looks like we've got about uh, 20, ten or twenty minutes left. Cordon, on if he's cutting it oh, off. Oh yeah, I hadn't. Time. Sorry, good. Thanks for reminding me. I hadn't been paying attention to that. Um, well, right now I'm I'm uh, doing some apartments. There's there's supposed to be luxury apartments, but well, there ain't nothing luxury about them. What's that? So they're pretty big jobs. What you guys are working? Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Well, you, you know, and you have to have a, a, a bond licensed and all that stuff. And that's it's something you have to pay every month, you know, and if you're not working, uh, it's hard to keep, keep that stuff going, you know? So, well, you know, um, maybe, uh, you, you and Pat need to get together and do a little, I have thought about that business, but, um, I mean, anybody that can work for themselves, you know, I, I'm all for it. I've done it, you know, for, you know, about five years. Like, I, like I've said, the longest job that I've ever had was, you know, working for myself. But, um, you know, on paper, that, that was one place that between working for them and being, you know, contracted for them, you know, it was a lot longer. But, I, you know, it'd be something that, you know, if we're not sitting here and fucking, you know, hiding under a tree, I mean, you know, listen, everybody run past you screaming, you know, the Akbar gimmick, but uh, right. it might be for you, you know, to look into. Yeah, yeah. And there again, me personally, you know, Oregon ain't my place to live no way, but, you know, like you're talking about big jobs, massive jobs might be too big for you, you know, to, especially to, to get into to start off. Just, you know, just having the the cash flow, you know, the finance just just basically just the parts. Yeah. But they might be a smaller area somewhere within a reasonable distance to where they might be a market for you subcontracting you know, on bigger jobs or, you know, directly, you know, for people. I right. see, you know, Pat's done a lot of stuff where it looks like he's going back basically on a lot of maintenance and, you know, when people's uh, plumbing is basically, you know, took a shit on them for a 
lack right. of better. Yeah, he's he's more residential. You know, I'm more commercial. So it's kind of it's there's there is somewhat of a difference. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's he's pretty much repairing what a new plumber puts in. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's his. It's a little different than what I do. I don't ever, you know what I mean? Like Harlan, I've never even really used a, a snake before. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't need them. You know? Yeah. Well, we just put in new yeah, shit and everything just flows it. down and everything works. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, what would be, what would probably be great if, um, you know, you, you could run in to someone you could get into like a subcontracting deal to where you went out and worked on, you know, fresh houses and stuff from the beginning instead of, you know, those massive jobs. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, Harlan, I'm 52 years old and this shit's starting to kick my ass and I don't really want to do it anymore. You know, don't get me wrong. I love doing it, but yeah, I, I'd rather, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't run with them youngsters no more, man. I ain't as fast as I used to be, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I and I'm, I'm glad I ain't in that situation, you know, where I've got to compete with the I get it boss crowds, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, here's the thing, man. Uh, I, I'm not a dick sucker. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to work, uh, I ain't going to sit there and, and stroke the, the boss's balls or none of that shit. I'm going to tell him what time it is. You know what I'm saying? With And try not to be rude about it. But yeah, I'm not that dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah, I'm not, I, I ain't I'm got knee pads, homie. I'm here to work. I ain't here to fucking puff on Peter Puff. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm glad I'm I'm not in that situation myself. You know, I mean, I ain't you well, know expect to do anything. You know, there's like a lot the, of places that's the way it is. Yeah, no, it's it's like that. Don't get me wrong, it's like that in the company I work for. It's not even that big of a company. You know what I mean? But that uh, doesn't have to be. Well, it's <laughs> it's going on on my company, and I don't want to have nothing to do with it, man. I stay far away from that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't yeah, ask for I nothing. Could, I, I don't complain about nothing. I just go to work. My wife hears the complaining, but my boss don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she's a good woman for listening I'll to all that crap. <laughs> I'm just so glad, you know, that I'm not in an environment like that. I mean, I've, I've seen that before, and I mean, man, it just, you know, it's hard to beat a bunch of shit eaters, you know? Mm -hmm. And then you'll be over picking their slack up, you know? I mean, it's, I think oh, it's boy. just human nature. Here, here's, you know, it's like uh, last couple uh, foremans I worked with, because um, they know, they know I'll work, you know? Uh, Harlan, I, 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 I won't take breaks or fucking none of that shit if I don't have to. You let me have a cigarette in, you know, while I'm working, you know, I take a couple puffs, go back to work, maybe grab something for to eat. You know what I mean? But most of the time I'm eating while I'm working, you know, and they know this and they fucking, they take advantage of that shit. Oh, Tom will get it done. Don't, you know, that, that he'll get it done, you know? So that shit's starting to irritate me. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't want to play that fucking game no more. You don't want to do your job. You don't want to be part of the team and fucking do your job. Well, here's your number one, you son of a bitch. You know, so that's what's that's really what's starting to get to me. You know what I mean? 
I'm 52 mm-hmm. fucking years old. This kid over here is 20, yeah, never, 26 years old. Never, and should be running yeah. circles around my old ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. N- never forget. There is no I in team and there is no team. Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> no team and yeah. That's just propaganda. That's just bullshit. You know? Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. We got about four minutes here, Harlan. Um, I'm going to thank everybody tonight that was watching. Um, Freethinker was in there. Uh, 5Q30B6. Um, Thanks for watching. I'm not really sure. (laughs) But thanks for watching. I appreciate it. Um, Karen was there. Thank you, Karen. Two based two. I'm not sure who that is, but thank you for watching. Appreciate it. Um, Guard was in there. Thank you, Guard, for watching. We appreciate that. Uh, Way Cool Snoopy, of course. Thank you, sir, for watching. Appreciate you. Uh, let's see who else we got here. Uh, oh, Pat was in there. Thank you, Pat. Appreciate you, too, brother. Uh, let's see who else. And Chris, he was in there. Six. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, Chris, we need to talk, brother, if you're still watching. I love you. um uh, jb morrison i think you might be muted oh never mind i'm i'll shut up harlan (laughs) but anyway no 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 i'm 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 on rumble checking the the chat and i've seen you beeping and i didn't hear anything so i thought you were muted (laughs) no no um, now if i I touch this damn phone the wrong way it's it's gonna you know kill it out the way it got you I'm I'm just sitting there, you know, parking lot watching the world go by, running my mouth. Yeah, that's basically what I do as well. You know, I like to watch people. I'm a people watcher. I might be that might be weird, but that's that's what I like to do. Yeah, I didn't have a chance really to look at the chat in him because if I if I lose this screen, it it will. No worries, brother. I, I I was checking it. I think wake. Uh, I think MJ Nichols had a question for you about what kind of trailer you you have or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I kind of forgot. Reefer so. Three foot. A what trailer? A reefer trailer, refrigerated trailer. Oh, got you, got you, got you. Nice. <laughs> I, I I got a twenty twenty three model trailer. Oh this really? Week. Yeah, like, you know, the, the pandemic, it kind of screwed the equipment rotation, you know, up here. But they try to keep everything up as, you know, much as possible. They look the trucks over and we go in every week. And, you know, he likes to keep, you know, equipment, you know, within a, a couple of years old. There's a few. They, I think there's just two now, uh, 2018 trucks left. And I think the oldest trailer we got is uh, 2020 models. Right, but those few 2018s, it's just you know, folks that's basically delivering the tail end of loads that we bring in, you know, from out west. But everybody else, you know, uh, they try to keep you know fairly new equipment. I mean, the prices and the availability went up so much starting in uh, 2020 and 2021. I was the only one that got a new truck out of 70. Well, nice, good for you, brother. But they're, you know, the, the supply, you know, problems. This truck here, it was one of the last five. 
I guess you could say that he got for a long time. And basically, a, a team took it out on the first trip, and the cab got hit. And it set, you know, all year long just to get a cab. Right. You know, because they had a pretty good size gash, and a lot of these newer ones, you just, they don't have panels, you know, like the older ones do. So a friend of mine backed into a truck just like this about three years ago, and it didn't do much damage. And they was calling for a $50,000 cab. This oh, was before, shit. you know, Corona. So. So what, like, what, 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 what is just the, um, the truck itself, not with the trailer. What does that cost? Uh, the, the last ones that, that I've that I've saw since the, the the prices has calmed down some. One like this, this is just which if I was buying another, I, I'd get one like this. I wouldn't try to get one too fancy or anything. You're looking like two twenty five, two thirty, you know for a freight liner basically with a refrigerator and automatic transmission that's basically what you're looking at right you you know like if somebody's buying five or ten they may get them cheaper than that uh, you know they don't advertise the prices too much anymore i don't go look you know hardly anymore but it's not been too long ago. It was 250, 260, 275, you know, for the real nice rides, you know, and shit like that. When they used to, it wasn't a gap like that between, you know, some of you lower, which nowadays, as far as I'm concerned, the run of the mill truck is basically, you know, a lower grade truck. But, you know, a lot of these newer ones gets a lot better fuel mileage than a lot of the old designs did. But uh, that's basically, you know, what you're looking at. Right. Uh, what I gather, you know, it's you're looking about 225000 230000 give or take $10,000. Yeah. There was uh, one company, because we've got a couple uh, uh, different kinds here, and the other kind, not the one like I'm driving, they was going to jack them up. It was either twenty or forty thousand a piece, just because they was going to come in as twenty twenty four models. And uh, from what I understand, they just canceled them. I said, "Well, yeah. we can't do that." And, you know, but you know, any any more, um, you know, all this inflation. You know, I understand. You know, the the old timey economics more dollars chasing you know the same products but a lot of this inflation anymore is just fucking price gouging right you know that's my opinion you know i'm not a economist but i have been alive you know for almost 45 years but just like uh i'm i'm looking at getting a new riding lawnmower and, and i checked out a cub cadet the other day to respect Pretty much just like the Husqvarna that I've got, as a lot of those riding mowers are made by the you know the same handful of companies, and they stick others' names on them. But uh, we're looking with tax about forty five, forty six hundred, forty four hundred, somewhere in that range, according on more than which state that I bought it in, for something right. that just a few years ago was like twenty six hundred. And I actually got a one one to two horsepower less engine, the same engine, but um, you know there again, you know they just call it free market. Same way, like these houses just keep running the prices up. Everybody's complaining about high interest rates, 
on these mortgage loans, the interest rates aren't too high, in my opinion. The damn prices is too high. Yeah. No, they're starting to drop, Harlan, because ain't nobody buying the houses. <laughs> but anyway, hey. Well, um, when somebody. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to oh, say. I was just going to say. When you've got a, when somebody takes something that's, they've got priced for 800000 that would be lucky to be worth 150 or 200 and they drop it down to six, well, that, that really ain't a price break. But, you know, oh, no, it isn't. Been but your folks, it's coming. Glad y'all listened. <laughs> yeah, where can we find well, you at, Harlan, if you want to be found, brother? You can find me on Facebook mostly. I'm over on Twitter, but yeah, I'm, I'm not real active there. Yeah. Been, been great to be here tonight. You know, I uh, hope. Uh, Thanks for coming. Chris I appreciate Gray it. Gets, yeah. It's no, better no. to show. Dude, I, I don't it, Just having Chris on just makes everything uh, way better. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, Chris, you know, they, they don't call him, you know, the Mastodonna research. Is for no reason. Right? <laughs> and all the stuff, you know, he. You know, he's already got his research done. He doesn't have to go look. It's already right there in his head. Yeah. yeah. All right, Harlan. We're he's uh six about ready to shut us down here. So thanks for coming on, brother. I appreciate I appreciate it. Um, everyone have a good night. Thanks for coming and watching. And uh yeah, we should be doing something next week. Uh, I'm pretty sure we will. I'll be a little more prepared. Um this the tonight just was kind of kind of chaos, but we made it happen. So thank you. Appreciate it. Okay, right, man, I, I appreciate you and everybody out there.